Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, welcome to, to a Christmas edition of Super Talk Outdoors. Merry Christmas. This is where we celebrate the outdoors every single Monday. The world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi right here on at lunchtime. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate you. Uh, the, the Super Talk Mississippi Network is one of the most powerful networks in the United States as it, as it runs all across Mississippi. There's no place in Mississippi you can be where you can't hear this show, and we really appreciate it. But if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast, it's December the 20th, 2021. Uh, it's amazing. Where did 2021 go? It seems like we were just talking about 2020, and we need to get past it, and now here we are at the end of 2021. Truly amazing. And if you're on Facebook, you can go to our Super Talk Mississippi, our Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page, and follow us. Um, we put all our videos to the show right there at that Super Talk Outdoors page. By the way, one of the videos you'll see if you go there is a video that was that was uh, taken by my friend Chris Gurritz over at Kings Point, right outside Vicksburg. Um, he was up in his stand and heard this epic battle of two, two deer, and he sort of quietly climbed out, and he walked along, you know, closing the gap between himself and the, uh, and the two deer. And he, cra- and he captured really kind of rare ground-level uh, video of these two bucks going at it with each other. And, uh, you know, he did it with his iPhone. Just a great video. And we posted it at Super Talk Outdoors. And it's, uh, it, it, as I pointed out, it's rare footage, but what? But people like it. And it's gone viral. So if you want to see that video, you can go to our Super Talk uh, Outdoors Facebook page and take a look at it. You can also watch this show at Super Talk TV at C Spire TV. You know, if you hunt... You probably already know the Primos brand. I mean, come on now. The Primos brand and hunting kind of go hand in hand, especially if you're from Mississippi. You know that brand. We visited in the past with Will and uh, Jimmy Primos and Brad Ferris. Uh, And as you know from their shows, uh, Will has literally revolutionized outdoor TV. I've shared, uh, you know, I've shared great stories with you about the Primos Truth About Hunting TV show. And I've, and I've actually referred to it as one of the first true reality TV shows. May, may have been the first reality TV show because it's not about stage and hunts, and we'll talk more about that here in just a minute. But the entire Primos team is from Mississippi, and they have been what I, what I have con- consistently referred to uh, 
as ambassadors, outdoor ambassadors for the state of Mississippi. They've uh, they've expanded their reach across America that goes actually beyond the outdoors TV show. They've got a YouTube channel and a, a podcast called Speak the Language. I'm thrilled this morning to have two members from the Primos team here uh, on Super Talk Outdoors, and uh, we're going to talk about you know their incredibly successful Speak the Language podcast, which already has over a million downloads. Welcome, uh, Lake Pickle and Jordan Blessed to uh, to uh, Super Talk Outdoors. How you guys doing? Man, couldn't be better. I, I don't know how we ended up on the Christmas edition of the show, but I, f- I feel pretty lucky. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you, appreciate you inviting us on. It's a, it's a good day, and it's the best time of year for us, which means the Mississippi rut's happening. <laughs> no, no doubt. We're going to talk about that for sure. Hey, it's great to have you guys. Uh, I know you just got finished with your podcast, but that's been a lot of fun for you two, hasn't it? Yeah, uh, we we were talking about that this morning. It doesn't feel like it, but we're already we're over four years in now, uh, and we kind of started it on a whim, and it, it's just it's been a lot of fun. When Lake first said he wanted to start a podcast, I mean, I'm I consider myself still in the younger generation, but I didn't even know what a podcast was. I was like, a what? What is that? <laughs> it's like a radio show, but uh, that's a uh, Lake started it all, and I just kind of fell into it. Well, I, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun visiting today because um, you know you guys you kind of started as cameramen with the Primos team, but as I as I talked about with Brad and Jimmy, you know the cameramen are part of the team, and you're you know as opposed to other store uh, other shows where the cameramen are kind of hidden and you don't ever hear them, you know you guys are hunting together, and I, I thought about that when I was with my son this weekend. We went when we we went to Kings Point this weekend. And uh, I didn't touch a gun, man. I just, I, I had a camera with me as well. And, uh, you know, we just hunted together and had a good time. But, you know, when you're, when you're in that kind of team approach, you're, you're literally both watching and looking and you probably catch, you probably capture or at least see deer that you probably would not otherwise see if you weren't hunting together. But you've, you, you've gone on to do interesting things. You've both gotten into the real estate business. Uh, I've enjoyed watching on Instagram your, your um, um, your weight loss you know, uh, efforts and the, the the work that you've done to get more more fit, which I think you know when you go out into somewhere like New Mexico and go hunt for for, for uh, elk, you learn pretty quickly. You better be in shape, don't you, Jordan? Man, it, it, it helps a lot. I can say that. I used to always think, well, I'll be all right. It ain't but a week out there, but after I worked hard and got it done, it's a lot more enjoyable now. So there's a lot to talk about. So why don't we start with this, Jordan? What does what does the Primos brand mean to you? Man, it uh, growing up, just honestly, just like every other little redneck kid in Mississippi, we watched Primos, you know. And uh, growing up, I always dreamed about being a Brad, you know, hunting with Brad Ferris or Will or Jimmy and. Mostly Brad. He's probably the guy I looked up to the most because there were some connections there from some of his friends and stuff that I knew. I felt like I knew him more than I did Will because of the connections. I never met Brad, but I felt like I kind of knew him more just because of the the friendships that he had with some of my friends, you know. And uh, just uh, watching that as a kid, I always dreamed about doing that, and I would reenact it when I would go hunting. I was like, yep, Brad's over here. I would have the bow vest and everything. I'd want everything they had, you know, and just watching that growing up, it was just something I always, uh, always wanted to do and never expected I would do it, but I'm blessed and super thankful that I'm here. 
Yeah. So, so Lake, tell me about tell me about what it means to you, buddy. I, I think a lot of what Jordan said, uh, I, I could probably echo a lot of that. And it's it's funny when you hear stories that similar. Um, and I say that just because I've had conversations with other guys that grew up watching Primo's Truth videos, VHSs, and then DVDs, and then the show, you know. Uh, but the the impact it had on growing up watching it so much, I, I told Will one time when we were hunting together, I said I took it as far as when I was deer hunting, I would memorize, like, the exact cadences that I'd hear them blow into a grunt call. And I would try to mimic that when I was hunting. And even I, even as far as uh, when I shot my first turkey, uh, I was with a friend of mine named Keith Polk, and he was videoing it on a little home handy camera. And I had watched this uh, Primo's Truth video where Brad had killed a turkey in Mississippi, and he holds up the spurs, and he says, man, he's got some good carrying handles. So in the video, my young little 12-year-old self holding up that turkey, I'm like, he's got some nice carrying handles. You know, I, wanted to be, I wanted to be Brad Ferris, you know. So it's – I can't – it's hard for me to – if I tried to put into words how much Primo's meant to me, we'd be here for days. You know, you know what's interesting, guys? When, it, when you spend time with Will, and I've had the pleasure of, of spending some time with him, and then you talk to Jimmy and sort of Brad. I mean, the guys – these guys are all humble. And I don't think they fully comprehend how far-reaching they touch hunters all over America. Now, you know, they, you know, Jimmy talked about going through an airport in, in New Mexico or going to the Kroger's in Madison and people coming up to him and mentioning something. I'm sure you guys have faced that as well. But how it impacted you and your hunting now that you're actually part of the team, it's all all been part of that influence, that influence of so many hunters, all I mean, of all demographics, of all races. Every anybody who enjoys enjoys the outdoors has been touched by truth about hunting. They don't fully appreciate how significant that is, do they, Jordan? Man, I hundred percent agree with that. Just like when you're in camp with Brad and Jimmy and Will now, it's just like they're. They're just your buddies you're in camp with now, but when you go to a NWTF show or something like that, you're like, boy, these <laughs> folks show no. I mean, they they wanna they wanna shake Will and Jimmy and Brad's hand. They they really look up to these guys, you know. And when you're around them, we get so just I guess caught up and just doing what we do for a living, and you know we just look at them as our for one co-workers and two some of our best friends you know and we yeah. just don't realize it till you get out in the public eye and you see that and you're like okay they uh they really made impact here so you guys uh you all went to to uh, new mexico and had a great trip actually and then after that lake you had the opportunity to go with just will on mm -hmm. to he got a he got a tag somewhere else y'all went on the road um when you're with him alone like that during that stretch of time, I mean, the way he talked about you, actually, you, should, you know, you probably heard him, but the way he talked about you was you learn a lot about somebody, the character of somebody when you spend, I don't know, five or six days with them, the way that you guys spent time together. But he was incredibly complimentary of you. And, you know, he said, called, called you just a, a really fine man. Let's do this, actually. We're coming to the end of this segment together. When we come out on the other end, I want to know what it was like to be one-on-one -on -one with Will for those number of days. And when you stop to get gas somewhere, did, did people know who Will was and, and so on? Uh, we're going to continue. I really appreciate you joining us on the special Christmas edition of Super Talk Outdoors here on the Super Talk Network. We'll be back with uh, Lake Pickle and Jordan Blissett when we come back on the other side. Mississippi to this land called home. I breathe, 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 53. A 40% chance of rain tonight, cloudy skies, low around 42. Your Tuesday, mostly cloudy, high near 52. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 61. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Callaway's after Christmas sale starts now. Final markdown. All Christmas 50% off. No exclusions. Permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful from trees, shrubs, color plants, and pine straw to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Callaway's after Christmas sale starts now. Final markdown. All Christmas, 50% off. No exclusions. Permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. All 50% off. No exclusions. Callaway's Bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is. Callaway's is. Everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. you mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. The Waterford and Ridgeland understands that during this pandemic, choosing the right retirement community is more important than ever. Not only do our residents enjoy exceptional services, but also the peace of mind that comes from knowing their health and safety are our number one priority. With safety in mind, our families are able to engage with loved ones during this pandemic, not disconnect. The Waterford offers spacious studios, one- and two-bedroom apartments. Come see why more people are making the safe step to retirement living at the Waterford today. Call us at 601 856 Thirty-one. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors from the Foundation Studio right here on Back Bay, Biloxi. Uh, by the way, the Foundation for Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks is an amazing organization composed of volunteer leaders from across the state. And while they support the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks very significantly, they also do other things involving conservation and doing the kind of things I would say is preserving our outdoor legacy here in Mississippi. We're so fortunate to be associated with the Foundation and glad 
to have them as a sponsor of Super Talk Outdoors. I'm thrilled today to be joined by members of the Primos team, Lake Pickle and uh, and Jordan Blissett. And when we went to break, we were talking about uh, sort of you know what made them want to want to get in onto the Primos team and how they looked up to it, and as kids, how they enjoyed the show as so many of us did. Uh, and still do, I might add. Um, but, but like you had the opportunity to travel alone with uh, Will. Tell me about that. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. Um, at this point, I've been able to do a couple different one-on-one hunting trips with Will. Uh, and the first time that I did something like that, the first time I got to spend any real time with Will, it was it was strange because without even realizing it, you know, pretty much being a hero of mine growing up, it's like I almost only knew him as like a persona that I looked up to. Whereas getting to spend time with him and getting to know him as a person, it's been so incredibly important to me. You know, he's been so impactful um, as a friend, as a mentor, as a teacher. Uh, and so that, that trip in Arizona, um, it was so much fun because you get to like, you get to know him as a person and, and Jordan can, can tell you this. Whether you're, it's it's especially seen to me, I think, when I go elk hunting or turkey hunting with him, because you're moving more, you're experiencing the country, and you learn that Will, to say Will loves elk hunting, that doesn't mean he just loves chasing bugle and elk. He loves all of it, everything that encapsulates it, the country, the the smells, the sounds, the birds. Jordan, he, you get laughing. Like, sometimes we'll be hunting. And Will will be like, oh, and you're, as a cameraman, you know, I'm thinking, oh, bull elk, you know, something like that. And it could be a bird that (laughs) that lands on a brand. He's just so eccentric about everything that is the outdoors. And and that's just him. He's not, he does that when the camera's on, when the camera's off. And it's taught me so much, you know, as far as, as far as just really appreciating all of it and, and taking it all in. And to your point, I think Will knows to some degree how important he is and how impactful he has been. I just think he chooses to not think about it. You know, he chooses to just be himself, and that's part of what makes him special of a person as he is. I mean, I know it it just, he's just that kind of a guy. One short story, and I know I've probably taken this longer than you intended to. uh, I remember one time we were elk hunting in New Mexico. This has been a few years ago, but he had shot an elk. And I remember we had, what we had decided to do was to drive the Polaris Ranger to a certain point as close as when we were going to pack him out from there. And we, they, Jordan and Troy went to go get the Ranger. Will and I stayed to kind of start cutting the elk up. And it got dark and we were through. And it ended up we just laid down in the grass because we were tired. You know, we've been out all day. And at some point, Will and I's relationship had normalized a little bit. Like at some part of me, he had become just a friend. But somewhere in the back recesses of my mind, he's still the person that he was to me when I was a 12-year-old watching his videos. And so this thought just hits me. as like I'm standing there laying in the grass looking up at the New Mexico stars with Will, and he's just talking about how great the hunt was. I'm like, man, if I can just go and tell little 12-year-old me that this would happen someday, you know, it's just it's one of those things you're like, you know what, everything does kind of turn out okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, you know, you know you know what though? That inspires young to hear that though, that inspires young people all around around the world really, who who love outdoors and who are listening to this conversation that 
if you have a, a passion for something and you set your mind to it, you can accomplish anything you want to accomplish in your life. And maybe we'll come back to that in just a second. But I want to add something. What, what, what's interesting about Will and what I've learned about him is everything that you said, that at the foundation there's a really good man and he's incredibly thankful to God that he's got this, this opportunity and he lives his life that way. He is a man who lives by example. But I have a friend of mine. His name is Reed Geis. He lives here on the coast. For people who know him, they, they know what I'm about to say. But Reed is, is a guy that my son Jordan, he fishes with us a lot and just a great guy. He fly fishes around the world. But Reed, my son Jordan says of, of Reed that he has a low threshold for amazement. You know, some people, they see something, oh, that's pretty. And then the next time they see it, they don't even really notice it. Some people, they see something that's beautiful. And the next time they see it, it's even more beautiful. And the next time they see it, it's even more because they're appreciating the moment. They're consumed in the moment. And they, they wreck, they see the smallest things in life. And they're not just love it, but they're amazed by it. That, that describes Will, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Very, Jordan, so were you going to... Were you going to add something? I saw you shaking your head while Lake was talking. Oh, I was just, man, I've been uh, fortunate to go on a bunch of solo turkey hunts with Will. You know, we'll take off. I go to his house. We'll meet up and go turkey hunting for a morning or whatever here locally. And uh, just thinking about the times we've turkey hunted, even if we're not being successful as far as getting on turkeys or anything, but just walking through the woods with that guy and learning what the knowledge that he takes in and appreciates about our landscape here in Mississippi is just, I mean, he'll take five minutes and, and examine a big white oak tree, you know, talking about how old he thinks it is and this kind of thing. Or, and he'll get so excited about it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it, 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 it has made me appreciate our outdoors more by hunting with him. Yeah, I mean, you know, people will say of him that he didn't leave anything on the table. And the thing about it is, I mean, he's up in age now. He he still gets around pretty darn good, doesn't he? Look, he's 69 years old. And where we hunted, I, I fell into the trap of thinking that when a lot of folks, when they think of Arizona, they think of flat desert type country. We, we were in uh, Unit 1, close to like Eager, Arizona, the White Mountains. I mean, it was rugged country. Aspen Grove, steep mountains. And I'm, it was impressive truly not uh, it was you are I, you wouldn't look at will and go man for a 69 year old man he gets around quick you just look at him it's like man that guy can move like, <laughs> it, was, it was impressive truly hey look um you guys fished on the uh, fish hunted on the river for a good long time and uh, i had the opportunity this past weekend as i mentioned to go to king's point and fish with my friends chris gurris and bo mandel uh i say fish i meant hunt of course <laughs> um I, I got fishing on the brain uh, but anyway, the, the point is that um, the, the hunting along the river is just incredible. But, of course, as we all know, there's been some issues with floods over the last few years. And more recently, you guys are on the bluffs of the Delta in a place called Kudzu Bluff. Ha, has that been a tough transition for you guys? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a tough transition, but it's taken a lot of transition getting used to a different way of hunting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was, the area is good. It's known for you know good deer hunting and that kind of thing. It's it's a highly pressured area for that one thing. A lot of deer hunters up in that area, and uh, it's taking some getting used to for is like how to hunt the landscape because it's such a big change. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, we actually had to pay attention to wind currents now. 
you yeah. know, thermals and that sort of thing. And this, uh, me and Jimmy were hunting last week in a spot, and uh, the wind was great as long as it was, you know, blowing over three, four miles an hour. But as the afternoon fell, the the wind currents died, so you started having those thermals play in. And we were up on a hill looking down in a food plot, and I could feel the currents like shifting down the hill, pulling downhill, just like we do elk hunting. You have to pay pay attention to that now. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it can make or break a hunt paying attention to those thermals. Yeah, if I at our places uh, we have 500 in the hills, 500 in the delta in the main camp that are connected. So we we have hills hunting just like you guys described. In fact, we have one we have a one of our sands is called Mount Everest. You can probably uh, understand that. We've got one called Grand Canyon, just like you guys have one called <laughs> Grand Canyon. But when we say Grand Canyon, we mean Grand Canyon. I mean, when we tell somebody if, they, if you shoot a deer here, do not move. Wait for us to get there. Because you could you could get off the beaten path and fall a hundred feet. I mean, it's dangerous, isn't it, Lake? Yeah, it, it 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 took me. I'm more used to it now, being year two. But the first year we were there, we were like, "Holy smokes, look at that drop!" I mean, it would. There's there's a spot. Um, I mean, the, the spot where Brad shot that deer that we referred to as the Grand Canyon. That's not the steepest spot on that little stretch of woods. <laughs> Like there's like you're talking. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's spots like if I took someone out there for the first time, I'd be like, don't walk close to over there. If you fall, you're getting hurt. You know, it's crazy. It's uh, it's just special though. You're right. It's just different. The deer hunting's great. So if you've got pressure, you got to learn how to deal with that. You, you as you pointed out, Jordan, you got to think about the thermals more. Wind really matters big time when you're in the hills, and whether it's morning or afternoon. Your, your thermals are going to do different, et cetera. Hey, when we come back, we're going to, we're going to continue our conversation with Lake uh, Pickle and Jordan Blissett. And we're just going to you know, talk about hunting in Mississippi and uh, and just continue the conversation. We'll see you back after this break. Carter Jewelers is buying our diamonds direct from diamond producers, and the best manufacturers in the world are producing what I know is the best jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail, eliminating importers, wholesalers, and expensive branding. And we're selling this jewelry at incredible prices. Carter Jewelers just this week is putting out year-end closeouts from two of the best manufacturers in the world. We're selling this jewelry for near jeweler's cost. Jewelry from one of these manufacturers was featured in the De Beers Worldwide Diamond Promotion. Folks, this is gorgeous jewelry at closeout prices, and it's just now going out. Carter Jewelers also has cases of jewelry under $100 and under $200. 18 months and no credit check financing and trade-ins are welcome. Carter Jewelers downtown Jackson at the corner of State and High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pelium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pelium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. This is Representative Jill Ford wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Oftentimes during the holidays, I find myself missing my loved ones that are no longer with us, which is why I would like to remind you to kiss your mama today and spend some special time with her. Merry Christmas. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Supreme Court struck down the ballot initiative process and medical marijuana, two issues that will come up when the legislature goes back into session January 4th. Jeff Smith is a former House member. But the legislature is their own worst enemy. I mean, there's just certain things that they won't take up. I mean, I should say they when I was there 28 years. And the people need to have some voice. And, and there's there's nothing wrong with a referendum. I'd just rather have a statutory law than a, than an initiative that amends the Constitution. And air tags are meant to help you find items you misplace, such as your keys or wallet. But some criminals are using them to track others by placing them on vehicles without the owner's knowledge. Police say if you get a notification on your phone that an air tag or unknown accessory is seen traveling with you, don't drive home. Go to a public place or a police station and call the authorities. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation focused on insurance or agriculture? Well, the short answer is both. The family of Farm Bureau companies are proud to offer our many members various insurance products, but we were established for and remain committed to our deep farm roots and our Mississippi farm families. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Y'all know that in Mississippi, we have some of our most fun experiences outdoors, especially during hunting season. Hi, this is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Each year, our agency provides services to Mississippians who have been injured in hunting accidents. Please remember, ATVs are not toys. Always wear a helmet, only have one rider at a time, ride an ATV that's right for your age, and supervise young riders. This hunting season, when it comes to ATVs, remember to ride safe and ride smart. 
Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football, a gulf coast sunset and a delta dawn. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I'm joined today on a special Christmas edition. Merry Christmas to you, uh, Super Talk Outdoors by Lake Pickle and Jordan Blissett from the Primos team. Listen, uh, we were talking about hunting uh, at your new place. Um, you're doing the show there. Uh, is doing the show there different than what you experienced in, in the Delta? Or is it basically the same kind of same kind of deal? Uh, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's different. Uh, I think the, the, the biggest different part is it's, it's a lot closer to our homes. So we can kind of pick and choose when to go hunting now. Rather yeah. than at Cottonmouth, we were over there, you know, five days a week for four months pretty much. Yeah. And now it's, uh, we can kind of pick and choose when we go, which makes it easier on our home life. But at the same time, sometimes we're missing out too, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I know the last month we made it a, an effort to be up there four or five days a week for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Lake? Uh, just the it, it, the kind math we had such a rhythm because we were there for so long. And so changing locations that drastically, not in a bad way, it was just a drastic change, you know, very, yeah. very, very different in every different location, like Jordan said, different um Close, different distance from home, completely different hunting, different deer, everything. And so it's just last year, the first year, it was a whole, it was a whole lot of almost like learning to walk again, which yeah. made interesting television. Um, yeah. So, and the, the improvements from year one to year two have been very encouraging, uh, but different, not bad, but different. Well, I, you know, I totally, you know, like you and I talked about this a little bit when you were on my show, Cozy on the Coast, but, but it is, you know, when you go to a new place, you got to learn it and it may take two or three years. You don't, you got to figure out what the deer patterns are. What's, what's the impact of your neighbors having and, you know, what, what should the standards be and, you know, where should we have food plots? Where do we need to put stands up? Where, I mean, you, you can put a stand up over there. And it probably needed to be about a hundred yards over there, and it made all the difference in the world. But see, at Cottonmouth, y'all figured all that out. I mean, it was you—you—you you, you literally had it down to a computer science, didn't you? It felt like that, and it, I don't think I—I I don't think I was as appreciative of how much we had learned at Cottonmouth and hunting there so consistently until we moved. I didn't yeah. realize just how valuable that that knowledge we all had and built was, but. You know, we we can do a similar thing at Kudzu. It's just going to take time. You know? Yeah, but you 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 said it. You said it. And and this, I'll come to you, Jordan, on this. But that that years of learning, those years of learning at Cottonmouth, and then taking that institutional knowledge and bringing it to Kudzu, it changes the way you observe things. It changes how you think about where a food plot ought to be. It th- it changes how you ought to get to a stand. I mean, the so much knowledge you gained. It really helped you lay this thing out faster in a way that helps you be successful, didn't it? I'd say so. I mean, just kind of 
I guess learning how deer move and that kind of thing, you know, hunting cottonmouth so long, you kind of, there's, there's some things that interchange, you know, like far as like how to set up on a food plot, where we think our predominant wind is, where we think the deer are going to access it from, you know, just that kind of thing. They overlay. Yeah. Now, a lot of times, like I was talking about earlier with the wind directions and that kind of thing, you, you realize real quick, well, where we've got to stand at will never work because the wind's hitting some ridge behind you and swirling around, that sort of thing. And, you know, we've, uh, we've actually got spots now we hardly ever go to just for that reason. They're good spots, but they're hard to hunt, you know, and it's, uh, it's, uh, there, there's some, some, things that overlap for us learning how deer move in the time of year and that's one thing we uh we were expecting last year you know the, the last two weeks of december to be on fire well, we get up there right after thanksgiving and deer are running around chasing like crazy we're like oh lord we ain't ready for an early rut yeah. we got so <laughs> taken off guard by that so taken off I mean, guard. we're only 60 70 miles as a crow flies difference and only pretty much dead west i mean dead east and um, it's two weeks difference in a rut. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Well, another thing yeah. is, is that Cottonmouth, the way Cottonmouth was, we really, we had, I, I couldn't say we had full control, but we had so much more control on how much hunting pressure was put on those deer. Yeah. Uh, whereas here, we don't have much say in all as <laughs> how much hunting pressure gets put on them. We can do our part, but our part is not as big of a part as it was at Cottonmouth. I mean, those deer are getting pressured. Down. Yeah, yeah. They, they get nocturnal real fast on us up there. So it's just kind of waiting on the good weather. The weather gets them on their feet a lot more, I think, than it did affected them at Cottonmouth. Like it's, these deer up here are very weather dependent. When it's uh, hot and nasty, they don't move much at all. And uh, when it comes a cold front, it's going to be good. So that's kind of what we're learning right now. Yeah, the stages of rut are going to be different. You know, the post rut is going to be more important to you guys there for sure. Hey, so Jordan and Lake, one of the things I mentioned at the beginning of the show is you guys have been on a, you know, you, you went on a journey to get healthier and, and you've actually become a certified fitness, uh, uh, consultant or whatever, Jordan. Uh, tell me, tell me about what motivated you, man. Honestly, uh, I knew it was something I needed to do for a long time. And honestly, Brad and Will both pushed me to get, I needed to get healthier. Uh, like honestly, I was overweight and it affected, it affected what I did, especially during elk season. I didn't realize it. It was just them trying to help me, but I, uh, I had excuses in my mind for a long time why I couldn't do it and this, that and the other. And finally, I just said, I got to do something and, that's what happens, you know. It just—I wouldn't say it's been technically that easy, but it's a—it's uh, something I'm glad I did. But what's interesting about what you've done is you put your journey out there for people to follow you on social media. So you put by doing that, you put pressure on yourself to stay the course. <laughs> yeah, and you get that, don't you? It, it helped me stay accountable for sure. That's a, yeah. a, a factor of it. But what what, a, what motivated you, like? Honestly, uh, I. On Facebook, Facebook throws you memories, you know, like yeah. stuff happened. And uh, I, I saw a picture of myself from like, it had been four or five years ago now. And uh, it was when I was in the gym a lot and making a lot, a lot healthier eating choices. And that picture popped up and I was like, oh, I don't look like that anymore. <laughs> like, like something's got to fit in it. Same kind of deal. It was like, I love elk hunting a whole lot. And uh, elk hunting is a very physically demanding type of hunting. And 
you know, and then getting motivated like my people like Will, again, Will moving around the way that he does. I'm like, if I don't take care of myself now, I, was, I wasn't seeing too much an issue now as, as my performance out there. But it was more of like a play in the long game sort of thing. It's like, if I don't do this now, then I have a much shorter shelf life on how on how much I can do this out west hunting stuff. So, so I know why you both did it, and it was really so that you could just enjoy what you do more, you know, be more fulfilled in what you're doing, because you admit that you probably needed to lose a, a few pounds. But Jordan, did you realize when you sat on that course that it would impact other people? That that your your journey. I mean, people have people. Everyone has challenges in their lives everyone's you know they'll they'll eat because they find enjoyment in that before they know it three or four weeks has gone by and they've you know gained 10 or 15 pounds everybody goes through that but what you're what you're doing is sort of trying to lead by example to help people see that there's a way to sort of change things so that you can maintain and enjoy it and that people are being influenced by that are you aware of how people are you're influencing people somewhat now but i had no idea it would turn into this you know just I had no idea that it would affect so many people. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to know that that's having that impact, isn't it? It is. It makes you feel good, especially when somebody calls you and tells you they, you know, you helped them. So that's been a good. Yeah, thing. that that's really good. So coming to your podcast, you guys just got finished with your podcast just a few minutes ago, and I listen, and I, I really love the rhythm of the show. Two guys getting together and talking from time to time. You have guests on. I think actually, I mentioned to you this morning. One of the things I've noticed is that. You don't generally get involved in issues, particularly as it relates to Mississippi, because your podcast is speaking to people, certainly all over the all, all over the country, maybe even beyond that. But but on the McIntyre scatter uh, issue at Mount Mason, mm-hmm. uh, that hit a nerve. And I just want to say, first of all, I, I, I really enjoyed the way you talked about it. You I mean you just talked about it from the average guy why this is important and that you know this whole issue. So, so real quick, like summarize what that issue was. Yeah, so um, the McIntyre scatters lays, the way that it lays, it's both in public land and in private land. And uh, without going into too much detail, there had been, through a request from from people who hunted and utilized the private land that butted up next to it, where it touched Mount Mason WMA, which is where it goes into the McIntyre scatters on that part. Uh, requested that there be a rule change to where there would basically be a hundred yard buffer down some of the western border of Mount Mason. Yeah. So yeah, there had been some conflict there, and instead of putting splitting like 50, 50 yards on one side and fifty on the other, they did a hundred all on on the public side, right. and that kind of hit a nerve with you guys. When we come back, we'll continue just a slow, just a quick conversation about that. But I, I like the way you approached it. And, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll also talk about the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund that's going to get another opportunity to get passed in the Mississippi legislature. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Lake Pickle and Jordan Blissett.
Peter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. What are the kids singing about? You know that game, Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. I'm Jeff Good, and with my partner, Chef Dan Blumenthal, and every line cook, weight person, hostess, cashier, bartender, prep cook, service attendant, sous chef, pizza maker, pastry chef, dishwasher, bread baker, manager, sandwich assembler, salad maker, catering, and office team member on our team, we want to wish you the best of the season. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from the Mangiabene family of restaurants, Bravo, Broad Street, and Salon Mookie's. The holidays are a time to reflect and be thankful for what we have been given. We love what we do, and we love doing it for you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We hope to see you soon. The whole crew at Mahaffey's Quality Printing in Jackson would like to take this time to remind everyone the reason for the season. May you and your family be blessed with the true gift of the holidays. Have a very Merry Christmas from Mahaffey's Quality Printing in Jackson. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. In Mississippi, we still say things like, Bless your heart. Jesus is the reason for the season. And Merry Christmas. This is State Senator Chad McMahon. From my family to yours, Merry Christmas. Let there be peace on earth and goodwill to each other. And to all the children of Mississippi, I hope your wildest Christmas dreams come true. God bless you and God bless Mississippi. It's that time of the year again. Like my son Barrett and I, hunters will soon be heading to the woods to hopefully bag that big buck. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency often works with Mississippians whose disabilities are the result of tree stand injuries. Keep safe by remembering these important tips. Always maintain three points of contact going up and down a tree. Use a haul line and always wear a safety harness. Please don't let your next hunt be your last. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through the walls and fall football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have Lake Pickle and uh, my friend Jordan Blissett from the Primos team. And when we went to break, we were just beginning to talk about the McIntyre scatters, which has been described as a 500-acre-plus area of the Mount Mason uh, WMA, really the soul of the WMA for waterfowl. And it's mostly, obviously, duck hunting area. And it put the buffer zone only on the public side. And essentially what I heard you guys saying, Jordan, was that that you were concerned about it because not only did they take it from the public side, which is obviously public land and, 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 and forbidden people from going there, but that you're worried about the precedence that that would set and that there, people, other people would want to have similar things. I think actually that the feedback that they're getting at the, uh, at, at the, at the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks, that they're, the commission is realizing they've got to go back and take another look at this. But that's what you were saying, right, Jordan? That's right. I mean, the biggest um thing we had concerns with it was what could happen in the future if this was a door that was let open you know yeah so, and as me i mean as a private landowner and a public land hunter i mean i use utilize both of them every year um it's just something me personally i don't want to see happen like yeah just let it be a white and black line there and you don't cross this side and i won't cross that side whatever you know yeah, that's what a property line is all about. Yeah. You know, I think there had been some a lot of legal maneuvering, and, and this has been going on for a long time. We're trying to resolve that because the judge was not clear in his particular order about that, and so the commission had to step in and, and deal with it. But hopefully they listened on that issue. Another issue that Will has been really, really passionate about is the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund that passed the House 117 to 2, didn't make it through the Senate, but essentially it would create a trust fund that would enable us to go get a lot of federal dollars. And we're only one of two states in the southeast that doesn't have that. In order for us to maintain our status as the capital of the outdoors in the United States, Mississippi is that good, we've got to do something like this. So you guys are beginning to get onto that issue as well, aren't you? Jordan? Yeah, yeah I mean, I've researched into it a little bit. I've heard we'll talk about it a lot. You know, yeah. it's like, in my mind, it makes perfect sense in the world to have something like that to help. I mean, every dollar that we can have to help our wildlife succeed, especially yeah. turkeys in my mind, like that's, that's where my everything in my mind revolves around is helping wild turkeys out and ducks as well and upland birds. You know, that yeah. all need some help in our state. And, uh, I mean, we have excellent hunting now, but it could be better. You know, like, what would you add to that? Uh, like you said, I, I was actually getting educated on this issue. I think I texted you when I was in Arizona because yeah. I knew this was going to come up. And I had been rolling around the idea. Jordan and I talked about it. I was like, we need to start using this podcast platform that we have, especially with this going on in our state. Uh, and one of the things that stuck out to me was one, like you said, that we're one of the, the few southeast states left that doesn't have a fund like this. That's upsetting to me. I don't want us following behind. If we can look at these other states and see what success they're having with it, then yeah. it kind of seems like a no-brainer. Um, and then especially like I think Georgia is one of the states that was highlighted and, and how much they've been able to do. Um, and so it's something that we can talk about more, but I think it's something that needs to happen. 
Georgia took a $20 million state investment and leveraged it to almost $100 million in conservation. The thing about it is not having that fund, we fall further and further behind. And we've really just got to do it. It's a transformational bill. It's something we need to get done. I think there's a lot of maneuvering going on behind the scenes to try to reach a compromise, and hopefully they can do that this year. The way I talk about it, I think this is the way you guys approach it as well. The Super Talk Outdoors is really about enjoying the outdoors. We're going to talk about hunting and fishing and all the personalities involved in it. And from time to time, we're going to talk about an issue and tell you why what happens in Jackson and Washington is important to to the average outdoorsman. And we're not going to ponder it, but we, when, when, it, when they do come up, we're going to mention it and make sure you're just aware of it. And those are two issues that have arisen recently. There will, there'll be others, but most of the other time, we're just going to have good conversations about enjoying the outdoors. That's sort of the way you're approaching your podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, likewise. It's like we're not going to avoid those topics, but we're not going to seek out, you know, current events just to stir controversy. But if something like that important comes up, then we're kind of doing ourselves a disservice and what we say we love also a disservice by not bringing it up. So we are lucky. We are lucky to live here, aren't we? Aren't we, uh, Jordan? We absolutely are. And, you know, as as conservationists, that all starts by raising money and that kind of thing and helping the, the laws that are passed benefit the wildlife first and the people that use it, you know? So it all, all works as one, and I think that's where we should keep our minds at. Well, you guys have been all over the United States and in some cases actually, or, you know, some places around the world. But, but like, when I say this is the capital of the outdoors in the United States, we're lucky you know, with the saltwater fishing off our coast and the, the hunting and other outdoor activities. This is a special place, isn't it, my friend? It truly is. It, it, it truly, truly is special to me, special to you, uh, special to this country as far yeah. as what this has to offer. Hey, listen, one final note, one final note. I had a friend of mine who may come on the show and talk about this that had a gun go off while they were unloading it the other day. And it went through two walls, hit a safe and ricocheted, hit a friend in the thigh. Mm. Uh, he's okay. But it's just a reminder that, that this time of year, people get complacent. Make sure your straps on your so- stands are, are new and tight and safe. Make sure you wear a harness. Make sure your gun is unloaded when you stop hunting. You can't be safer. You cannot be safer. You have to stay on, on your guard. Don't get complacent. Jordan and, and Lake, God bless you guys and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. You bet. See you later. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.